It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. My friend, Toots Opal. IT has been a month since my friend, Susan Toots Opal, former secretary of the Department of Migrant Workers, passed away. Like many people who love her, I still can't believe she is gone. I first met Toots when she was working as the chief of staff of then-Senator Mar Roxas in the Senate in 2007. I had written to Senator Roxas asking for a donation for the Ladlad party list. In 2003, Mar Roxas convened a group of 100 Filipino leaders and chose me to represent the lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender community. I went to a hotel in Clark with my dear friend, the late director Mary Lou Diazabaya, who was one of the representatives of the movie industry. And that was where I first met Toots, although I told her later that I used to work for Juan Johnny Gatbyington, with whom his father, the formidable Blas Opal, would visit to shoot the breeze. Toots visited me in the small office of Ladlad Party List, which had also been donated to us by my former landlord. Those were the times when many people helped Ladlad, propelled perhaps by our zeal and the novelty of our mission to fight for equal rights for the LGBT Filipinos. When Senator Roxas was looking for a communications consultant, Toots recommended me for the job. I had a happy breakfast meeting with the senator, who hired me to give him communications inputs and translate a column into Filipino. I would sometimes drop by the office of Senator Roxas in the Senate and attend meetings at his White House in Subao. And I was in constant communication with Toots, who was my boss. She was one of the best people you could work with. She just told you simply what the plans were, asked for your input, and expected you to perform according to expectations. She and Senator Roxas asked me to join the senator in his meetings with leaders and constituents in central Visayas, and we would be at the White House in Subao at the crack of dawn. I always brought with me my notebook, spiral, not laptop, and a ball pen. I took notes during the meetings, visited markets and barangay halls, talked to the people, and listened to their laments. I made monthly reports for the senator, with a copy furnished to dear Toots, who always sent an acknowledgement email or a text message that she had already received my reports. Not everyone gave me that courtesy. Since I didn't have a car then, I would always ride with Toots in her simple sedan. That's how I called her car, and it always made her smile. She was the daughter of the Minister of Labor during the long Marcos regime, but their family lived in a simple house. She would tell me that people they know would be shocked upon seeing their house and the way they lived and say that Amang, the moniker of the Secretary Blas Opal, lived a life of unexplained poverty. This was in contrast to the unexplained wealth of some people who had worked for the government. Toots also brought me with her to meetings in Bulacan and other provinces in central Luzon to attend the inauguration of a waterworks company, an irrigation system, a meeting of barangay health workers, or a cooperative of fishermen. She had the common touch. She spoke in fluent Tagalog, being from Bulacan, did not just press hands but asked the people in her gentle manner how they were and how the government could help them. People asked her to run for a government position, and she ran for senator twice. Her campaign manager was Jai Lalo a young lawyer who also passed away last year, cut down by a stray bullet at dawn in Chicago. I attended our candidates' meetings with students at the University of the Philippine School of Labor, with farmers in southern Luzon, and with labor leaders in Metro Manila. But hobbled by lack of funds, our campaign unfortunately lost. But with or without a government position, Toots helped a lot of people. I brought to her attention cases of people I knew, 
husbands and wives who were overseas Filipino workers in the Middle East, unpaid or abused, and wanted to come home. And Toots always delivered. She had vast contacts in the labor and overseas workers community. It seemed that she only had to press a button and talk to someone, and when the other party heard her calm and gentle voice, asking for help for someone far away, the gears moved, and things got done. I also attended her meetings with lawyers and friends and associates, and saw how they treated her with kindness and love. It seems that you get back what you give. In her small sedan, we talked a lot, and you could see how deeply she loved the Philippines, thinking of ways to help its poor people. In her newspaper columns, in her many acts of generosity, she championed their cause, taught to do so by her late father, who never finished college but schooled himself by his voracious reading. Toots would always invite me to attend the yearly birthday gathering for Amang, until I left the Philippines to work overseas in 2017. We always kept in touch. She would relate to me the latest good news about her daughter, Estelle. She would tell me she had read my novel, River Run, and quoted the passages she loved. She invited me to appear as a guest on her weekly radio show. We exchanged confidences about the leaders and politicians we had met, her observations sharp but always couched in her calm and gentle manner. She would always tell me, O's? Her lips pointed and her eyes gleaming when I told her a particularly delicious bit of information, political or otherwise. Later in life, she would build a small hut and a lot given to her amang. It is still on YouTube, a beautiful haven where she thought she would retire to read and to write. But the call to serve beckoned and Toots was appointed secretary of the new Department of Migrant Workers. Her appointment was not for naught, for she served with honor in the one year that God gave her at the DMW. She did her best to attend to the needs of overseas Filipino workers, fighting for their rights, bringing them home to be with their families again, or to be buried in the old country. Hail and farewell, my beloved friend. You are now with Amang and Jai and all our friends, in God's great convention in the sky.